Good day, good afternoon, good whenever it is you are listening to this. Thank you very much for listening to this. You are checking out yet another streaming service and chill slash Woken Baked. And today, well, we're still talking about ninjas because it's November. And yesterday I was supposed to drop Enter the Ninja on you fine folks. However, I did not do that. Instead, I decided I didn't want to go with Enter the Ninja. I really really wanted to get into Ninja Assassin because Ninja Assassin is just such a cool movie and I had seen it in 2009 when it came out and I was really excited about it so I decided I was going to go back and I was going to watch it and I was going to get to go down the rabbit hole and I was surprised at every place that it took me. This is a really good rabbit hole for a film that is almost forgotten, which, by the way, on Netflix right now. But before I jump into my thoughts on the film, I'm going to go through the quick Wikipedia breakdown of the film. Ninja Assassin is a 2009 neo-noir martial arts film directed by James McTeague. The story was written by Matthew Sand with a screenplay by J. Michael Straczynski. I'm going to butcher that name, but the name is important for a couple of different reasons. A, he was one of the first um, writers to interact uh, with his fans on the internet using like user groups and uh, I believe they were called Usenet groups back in the day. Anyway, um, he was also the creator of Babylon 5. So he's a guy that's really, he's been around for a minute. He's been doing this for a very, very long time. And I guess when he decided to make a ninja movie, he decided he really wanted to write a cool ninja movie because he did. The film stars South Korean pop musician Rain as a delusioned, uh, I'm sorry, a disillusioned assassin looking for retribution against his former mentor played by ninja film legend wait for it Sho Kazuki who by the way has a series on Amazon Prime you should definitely check that out Ninja Assassin explores political corruption child endangerment and the impact of violence the Wachowskis of the Matrix fame Joel Silver and Grant Hill not the basketball player produced the film for Legendary Pictures, Dark Castle Entertainment, and Silver Pictures. It was distributed by Warner Brothers Pictures. Now, Ninja Assassins premiered in theaters across the United States in, uh, I'm sorry, on November 29th, 2009, and received mixed reviews from the critics, because critics are assholes. Its box office gross was $61 million dollars $590,000 and $252. Uh, that's a lot of money. Let me go back to that. $61,590,252. That's a lot of money. Uh, of which, $38 million was from North America. Uh, which means that people around the world are stupid. We need more of these films. Now, the budget for this film was $40 million, so it cost a little bit of money to make, but it did not uh, seem to make the money that would be necessary for it to, you know, to move on and do something bigger. Now, there was a video game for the phone. You could get the phone game, which may or may not still be available on some weird, cool network. I'm sure if I wanted it, I could really, really find it, but none of that matters. The fact of the matter is this is a movie that at around two hours in length is absolutely, I'm sorry, not even that, 198. They shot it in Germany, which is pretty cool. They shot in Berlin. You know, you, they make cool movies there, all right? I'm just saying it's a very cool environment. Uh, it looks really good on film. And so uh, it makes sense that you would do the movie in Berlin. 
By the way, uh, a lot of cool Korean movies uh, getting made in Berlin. That's a whole rabbit hole we're going down. By the way, shout out to, uh, to Jacob, aka Siri, for putting me on to City of Violence out of South Korea. Uh, and, and so I think this is going to be a fun sort of rabbit hole we're going down of like extra violent films from Asia. Because why wouldn't you want extra violent films from Asia? Um, but James McTeague, the director of this, not, uh, not an Asian director. However, he is a badass director, alright? So he was the assistant director on Dark City, The Matrix movies, and Attack of the Clones. The first film he directed was V for Vendetta. So if you are ever wondering yourself to yourself, what did the director of V for Vendetta do after V for Vendetta? He made Ninja Assassin, and you should watch it. At 98 minutes, it is absolutely 100% uh, worth your time. It's a very cool, very violent action movie, and it makes fun of itself on the inside, which is very cool. Uh, they make a reference to the leader, or the, uh, the assassin, uh, Rain, looking like the member of a boy band. And he's a pop star, uh, so why wouldn't he? Why wouldn't he look like he was in a, a boy band? In fact, he wasn't a boy band. Looking into the rabbit hole, it was called Fan Club. But anyway, he's a badass in this movie. And at 98 minutes, if, if you have nothing better to do on a Saturday night, you should watch Ninja Assassin. And if it's not too late, you should probably plug in to watch uh, UFC on uh, ESPN tonight. Tiago Santos. Uh, Tiago Santos. And uh, one of my personal favorite fighters of all time, Glover Teixeira, uh, 41 years old. I'm going to say uh, Glover Teixeira takes this on, uh, not on good looks, but now I don't know. You know what, honestly, I, this is a really, really hard fight to call because when you, see, when you watch uh, a guy like Tiago Santos, he really is sort of a, it makes sense that he's kind of a more evolved uh, version of Glover Teixeira. However, Glover Teixeira, as, as uh, being the older fighter, he's got a lot of experience, and he has pulled out in the past fights where he might not have done so well. That Jared Cannonier fight, when he got on top of him and used his wrestling, people forget that Glover Teixeira is a great wrestler. And if you're a guy the size of Tiago Santos, I don't know how, how fast uh, he can really, really move for, for three rounds, especially when you've got a guy who is actively wrestling. Now, that being said, uh, Tiago Santos being the sort of uh, evolved version of a guy like Glover Teixeira, he's going to be faster. He's He is really strong, and he is a really good fighter. And you can take a look in their fights against uh, a mutual opponent, a guy like John Jones, in what happens in that fight. Now, you could argue that Tiago Santos beat John Jones, but there's no way that you could argue that Glover Teixeira beat John Jones. So, I don't know, man. So much going on. So much going on. By the way, shout out to John Jones, greatest light heavyweight of all time. All right. Um, yeah. Enjoy your weekend. Enjoy the shit out of your weekend. I hope your team won. All right. I don't care uh, who your team is, whether you're the blue team, whether you're the red team, whether, you know, you're uh, you're on the libertarian team or the green party team. I just hope your team won. And, and I hope that we can get past 
uh, we can get past all the nonsense, all right? And we can get back to making good ninja movies and stuff. All right, if you have a recommendation for a ninja movie, send it my way. I'd love to hear from you. Also, be sure to check out the website, streamingserviceandchill.com. We've got merchandise coming up very, very soon, courtesy of our friends, the Walden Brothers, and John Stocks from Mad Creation Tattoo. So if you're looking for a tattoo, go see John Stocks, because uh, he does cool shit. All right, you fine folks, have a great day, a great weekend, great whenever it is you're listening to this. It's snowing right now. I'm going to go fuck around in the snow for a few minutes until I get cold. 